Welcome to the Radically Embodied Love Podcast. Get ready to enter the portal of your cosmic heart so you feel bliss, joy, and union within. With each episode, you will learn practical ways to embody love in your life so it is felt and experienced. Co-hosted by Nasreen Barbeck and Jessica Falcon. Hello and welcome to Radically Embody Love podcast. This is Nasreen Barbeck with my co-host Jessica Falcon. And today we have a special guest, Kim O'Neill. Kim provides authentic confidence coaching and custom meditation for a strong heart-centered woman who feel like they have lost themselves and would love to reclaim their authentic vibrant stuff. Kim also hosts an award-winning Every Day is a New Day show. She is three times Amazon bestseller author, certified coach, specializing in law of attraction and interview skills. She is also a Reiki master and interestingly, former crime analyst. I would love to know more about that, that how you made that journey from crime analyst to what you do now, but she also a creator of the Let Your Light Shine movement. Welcome, Jessica. Uh, Jessica. Welcome, <laughs> Jessica, and welcome, Kim. Well, Kim, I would love to know what inspired you to start the Let Your Light Shine movement and what it mean to you. Well, hello, Nazrin. Thank you for that welcome. And, and hello to you too, Jessica. Thanks for having me. I uh, So the Let Your Light Shine movement, that was absolutely a divinely inspired thing that came to me literally one day in my kitchen, just asking, you know, what's my next step? What, what am I supposed to do here? And I got this big intuitive download and this vision that just started unfolding with all these different little you know, oh, I could do this and it'll do this. And this is how, you know, we can connect with other people and all this kind of thing. So it started from that. And then it still took me a few months to really put everything into place because I realized if I'm going to do this thing, if I'm going to put this out there uh, and I decided to set a big goal of how many people are going to reach a million people and all this stuff, uh, I was like, okay, well, I've got to make sure that I feel ready that I can do something that I can put this out there and feel like I'm aligned with it. So, so it took a few months to put everything together, but then finally launched it and put it out there. And, uh, you know, I feel like it's as much as it is for the world, it's also, it's been a, a learning experience for me too. So it's, you know, still unfolding as we go, but ultimately it's, it's simply a, this reminder to everybody to, let their light shine. And to me, that can have different meanings for different people. Um, but for me specifically, what it means is it means about loving who you are and allowing your authentic self to shine, to be seen, to, to be loved by other people, um, it, which all starts by loving yourself, accepting yourself. So for some people, that's going to look like, you know, being there, you know, you know, uh, I was going to say obnoxious, but that's not actually what I mean. But, you know, it might, might be more extroverted self that shows up in the world. And for other people, it might be a more 
quiet, subtle, introverted self. There's no judgment about that. There's no right or wrong about that. But for you, the individual, are you allowing yourself to be expressed in the world to shine? So that's that's kind of the basis of it all. And, uh, you know, I would love to see an entire world of people who accept themselves are feeling free to be themselves in the world. To me, that is a heaven on earth kind of world for, for us all to live in. Absolutely. Heaven on earth is each of us shining our lights, being true to ourselves, living in soulful alignment, right? Trusting those intuitive downloads, like the one you got in your kitchen that day. And I just, I love it. I love it. (laughs) I'm so grateful that you listen and that you honor that calling. And I, what I heard is that you felt this intuitive download, but you not only heard it, you actually took action on it, right? Like you, you actually took action. That, and Jessica, that was the scary part. I mean, that that kind of, I know we're not going there yet, but I'm, I'm starting to see a little theme show up. This is what happens for me. So when Nazrin talked about, you know, how did you move from being a crime analyst to doing, you know, the stuff you do today, leap of faith, leap of faith and taking action. To me, faith is action in motion. You can't say you have faith if you don't take action on the unseen. Faith requires you to say, you know what? Yeah, I guess I don't fully know how this is going to happen, but I'm going to follow the steps that I'm given, that I'm shown. And and that was the scariest part of the Let Your Light Shine movement of putting it out there because I was like, oh my goodness, am I really going to do this? And so it's it's had some moments where of 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 being thrilled and excited and me feeling unleashed and and so excited to see the people that are showing up and and joining. Um, uh, I there's one option to. Uh, allow yourself to be featured on social media. Once you join the movement, it's all completely free. It's simply filling out a form and and saying, Hey, I'm here too. You know, yes, I choose to shine my light in the world. And then for people who want to take it a step further, they can opt to be featured on social media by uh, sharing, you know, a little bit more about themselves and a photo. And what I love is I love seeing that there's a combination of people. There are people who have yes, opted in to do that. And there are people who have not opted in to do that. And of course, I'd love to see more and more people who do opt to be featured on social media, but it's not contingent on that. It's simply a way for people to say, you know what? I'm claiming this for myself. Maybe I'm not ready for the rest of the world to, to look at my photo online or, or hear my thoughts on this, but you know what? I'm at least at the step where I'm going to silently claim it for myself and I'm going to sign up for this let your light shine movement thing because that's how I'm choosing to show up in the world. So so it's it's you know it's it's been a mixed bag of who shows, shows up for it and uh, like I said I'm still learning as I go through it and and how it's unfolding but um yeah I I I want people to know that you're welcome here in this world. We we want you here. You are you're here for a reason and your light matters. You matter. So, I hope people take that message if nothing else away. I want them to take that away. Yeah, that is a great message. So, I'm curious, um Kim, what has started your journey from, you know, crime analyst because we all have our own story, the moment that changed everything. What was it for you? It's so this is where it's it's kind of been this really long ongoing journey. There wasn't necessarily one pivotal moment. 
my entire life, and, and I go back to when I was a kid, teenager, I always knew I wanted to be working one-on-one with people and in groups, mm-hmm. being able to support people to be more of who they are in the world. And at some point, so when I started working as a crime analyst, I knew that inevitably the time was near that I was going to be making that transition at some point, you know, while I was in this and on that career path. And I didn't know exactly when it was going to come though. And one thing that happened, you know, we're talking about action. One thing that happened is there was this one, um, I guess it was the summertime. I think it was roughly June, July, where I did one of these, you know, okay, I don't see myself making that leap yet, but I know it's coming. And so I'm going to write a letter to myself right now and, you know, write it out. Like, I'm so proud of you, Kim. And um, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I basically, I wrote a letter as if, you know, it already happened. I did it. I made that change and I left the day job, the safe job to go do what I'm passionate about. A whole year went by, Nazarin. A whole year went by. And I found the letter, completely forgot about it, found the letter, and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I didn't do it. How did that happen? And well, how did it happen? There was way more fear going on than there was any other any other feelings about it. And so it was easy to forget about it. It was easy to do other things, let other things be the priority. And In that moment, though, when I realized, oh my goodness, an entire year went by and my whole life felt like it had been leading up to this moment. So in this realization of, oh my goodness, what do I do now? All the fear started bubbling up to the surface and I was constantly thinking about what am I going to do? How is this going to happen? Um, you know, what are other people going to think? This isn't going to look normal or acceptable to other people. What do I do here? And I was constantly in this cycle and, and journaling and meditating and, and reading, like doing all the different things, right. To get the, get the, the, the guidance and the inspiration and what are the next action steps? And there are definitely lots of things that I could have done that I didn't do because I wasn't ready to do. And yet I was still saying to myself, but what am I ready to do? What, what What is my next step, right? So it's kind of avoiding what's being shown and yet still expecting something else to show up. And ultimately it ended up coming down to um, what I was saying about faith earlier. How can I possibly, I know I'm supposed to do this. How can I say that I have faith if I'm not even willing to take action on it? It's, we are shown one step at a time and given that one next action and and I shouldn't make that a blanket statement, right? Sometimes we're shown multiple things at a time. That is possible. I've had that happen too. But sometimes it is literally just the one next step right in front of you that you can see. And you don't see the next step until you take that first one. And so for those of us who, you know, love to plan everything out and, and, and know how everything is going to go advance and have that safety net. I mean, that's really, really scary. And the one thing that was showing up, and I keep thinking about, um, you know, resharing this on social media. But the one thing that did keep showing up is the word faith. It was showing up everywhere for me. And um, I have this one little video. I'll, I'll just describe it to you guys. And like I said, maybe I'll show it on, I'll share it on social media soon. But <laughs> so there were these, a few, I had a few moments at this period in, in my life. I had a few moments where I would be sitting at home alone. It's completely quiet inside my my apartment nothing else was going on or or taking place. And 
right next to where I was sitting on my couch, I had a lamp and uh, I was one of these torsier lamps where it had like a secondary little lamp that would hang over. And I had an ornament that had the word faith on it. Actually, there were two things. Yeah, there were two things. The first one was this ornament that had the word faith on it. And I had it hanging on there. And I'm starting to get the story fuzzy, but basically what ended up happening is this ornament started literally to rattle and shake all on its own. I wasn't moving it. Nothing else in my apartment was moving. It made no sense. There was zero rationale for why this was moving. And this happened a few times. And I think it started with the ornament that had the word faith on it. And then I had another ornament that was just like the shape of a, of a snowflake. And so that's the one I have a video of, but it started with the faith and it, it didn't make any sense whatsoever. And then it even started making a tapping sound and it just kept going. There was no fan blowing on it. I, you know, I know everyone wants to say, well, maybe this, maybe that I'm telling you, there was no explanation other than the universe saying, Kim, we're here with you have faith, take the action. And so, so eventually one day I had to just, you know, it's like, okay, I have waited and waited for some magical, you know, mystery solution to come down, sweep me up and show me everything's going to be safe. And at this point it's, you know, I'm not going to cuss, but it's ish or get off the pot kind of kind of situation. And I said, okay, I have to do the very thing that is freaking me out uh, that I don't feel like I have any guarantee of. And yet I know I'm supposed to do it. And so it came down to when are we giving our notice? So I gave my notice and literally it was after I made that decision, I just, I decided this is the date I'm giving my notice. This is, you know, going to be the last day of my work. And it was when I made that decision that I felt all this relief come over me. It wasn't the act of giving my notice. It was before then when I decided. And sometimes that's all it takes is when we, when we can just gain that inner peace within ourselves about what are we doing here? It's not about waiting for someone else. We already have the permission. It's not about waiting for someone else to give us permission. We already have permission. What are we going to choose to do with it? And so so that's the, that's the long sort of simplified answer to what you asked. I love it. I have a similar story with faith. It's not as dramatic, but I was at a really pivotal moment in my life back in 2015. And I was just feeling like, so like all I had was either faith or nothing. And literally someone who I didn't even know came just like put his hand on mine and I opened it up when he released his hand and it was a coin that said faith. <laughs> and I yeah, was like, I'm getting chills on that one. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's, okay. And uh, Mass and I just recorded a podcast last week all about trust and faith. So I love the divine timing of this um, because it's clearly necessary for us all, right? To really, we're at a, a critical moment of change on this planet to have faith not in the outside world, but to have faith in who we are, as you mm -hmm. kind of started to refer to earlier, to have faith in our own intuitive guidance and downloads, to have faith in what we feel and know to be true, because that is our soul speaking to us. That is the divine urging us to trust what cannot be seen with our physical eyes. And and so to take this a little further, because you brought up the fear. So the fear that can stop us from trusting. And, and so often it stops us because 
we give a lot more credibility to the fear or to the quote physical than we do that invisible that soul that that channeled guidance and so for you specifically in your journey if you could help us understand what you faced and how you overcame those fears. Hmm, good question. What I faced and how I overcame those fears. Well, so, you know, in an ideal world where I didn't have, you know, if I didn't have any resistance to anything, right. If we were all just always willing to like, Oh, this is the next right step. Do that. And if we didn't avoid those things, then things probably could have been just fine. Right. For me, it started with, Okay, I'm feeling the fear and literally doing it anyway. So I didn't get rid of the fear first. The fear was still there <laughs> and I was taking action in the face of fear. Um, and let me also just say that things did not pan out how I would have ideally wanted them to. And yet there are zero regrets. And so I think this is a key thing about faith and taking action is that it's First off, I didn't have a guarantee of how things are going to turn out. I just knew that this was the path to take. Uh, but I believe that when you are following your heart and you're following your those strong intuitive hits, you just know you're supposed to do something, you will have way more satisfaction than the uh, the illusion of some sort of safety or comfort zone that is no longer meant for you. And so, so I would say that the 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 new comfort of feeling uh renewed feeling a sense of oh my goodness i did that okay i may not know what's next but i'm on the right path and i'm excited about it that kind of cushions the residual fear that's still lingering around I'm still figuring it out uh still you know open to more guidance what's the next step here that I've kind of seen it as like this opening of heart, you know, you, I, something I love, and I, I was wondering if I should share this. So, so Jessica, you did a great meditation right before we came on here. And, um, and I really enjoyed it. And one thing that, that really showed up for me in the meditation, actually, you mentioned going to the center of your heart and that, so, I mean, I, you know, I do meditation a lot myself and go into the heart and all that, but I saw something new this time and it was like, Ooh, this is exciting. And so what came up for me, as you said, that is I saw, you know, going into the heart and all of a sudden just this, just like a, like a lotus flower or any sort of flower, all of a sudden blossoming. It's like, all the resistance goes away. Everything blossoms and blooms when you go into the heart. And to me, I would say it's akin to that. Um, it, choosing to take that action in the face of fear, but towards something that fills up my heart allows things to be more open and flow. And the fear that remains is easier to navigate. So that that's the way I would describe it. Uh, there's been so many, you know, I would say the other thing that, that showed up for me before I left the job is this, you know, I, I mentioned ish or get off the pot. Um, I'm a big person that's, that's like always big on what can I learn from this? I, I don't want any, any experience to be, to feel wasted. I don't feel that any experience is wasted. And I think that's also because I, I want to learn from it. I want, what can I gain from this? How is this going to help me move forward? And something I realized when I was at the job and this somehow links into what I was saying a moment ago. So thank you for bearing with me. Um, something that showed up for me is, you know, I was at this job and I was, and, and, and 
the job itself was great. Nothing is wrong with the job. It was just that it was time for me to move on. And here I was in this space of continually going, okay, what can I learn from this? And so there were experiences at work that would take place and I'd go, oh, okay, okay, I learned from that. Oh, oh, I learned from this too. Oh, I'm learning from this too. And it's like new things kept showing up and I kept learning from them. And I had this realization that as long as I'm in, in the space of thinking that I have to keep learning from something and that's why I'm here, then the universe will continue to give me new things to learn exactly where I'm at. And so in no way am I saying, well, stop choosing to learn from things that, you know, that are going on in your world, but also realize the beliefs that are driving, you know, what you're doing. And so I realized, oh my goodness, I could stay at the same place for, you know, the rest of my career and retire. And yes, I could continue to learn new things while I'm here. And yet, is that serving me? in moving in the direction I know I'm supposed to be. I hope this is making sense. I, I basically had, okay. Yeah. I, I, I basically had to shift that and go, Oh, okay. I don't want to continue to stay somewhere just because, well, there's more I could learn here. Yeah. There's more I could learn here. There's also more I could learn by being on the path of where I know I'm actually supposed to be too. And I'd way rather that this is my life. The clock is ticking. And so what am I going to do this or that the choice is mine. I'm the one in the driver's seat, you know, thank you universe for being with me and giving me all the guidance and the signs and all of that. And I get that you are also saying, Kim, it's up to you. So Anyway, that's the point I wanted to make. I hope I answered your question. <laughs> I, I love what you said about I didn't wait for the fear to go away because we all know if you wait for the fear to go away, we might wait forever. Yes. And you still took action even though fear showed up, which is the natural way. Fear is going to show up, right? And if you learn to just witness it and still follow our heart, which you did, Sounds to me what you were sharing with us is like you decided to follow your joy. Okay, I have a secure job. I can see it can provide for me. And, you know, what we call security is there. But am I following my joy? My joy is telling me go this way. And faith came. And you decided, you know, it was when you were sharing this story about the faith ornaments shaking and all that. Like to me, that was universe saying, hey, in case you're doubting, we have faith on you. You need to have faith on yourself and make the move. We are behind you, right? But it's up to you. You need to make the move. <laughs> so it's like now you turn the towards yourself and connected with who you tr truly are and felt, the felt to take the inspired action. And that's the key, I think, as you were saying, it similarly happened to me that one day, as much as I wanted to make the move, but that feeling of I have a secure job is a good job. And I keep postponing something that I knew in my heart, inevitably I would do, but it wasn't until a day that I could no longer do what I do, things that I've done and I could do with my eyes closed became blur that I closed my laptop. I said, okay, I got it, universe. <laughs> I got the message. <laughs> Time for me to follow my heart. And it's very inspiring. I think for all of us and for people who are listening, like sometimes we think, and you mentioned this, 
that everything has to fall into the place for us to file, feel it's time that we have the security to move. But that might never happen. And despite all of that, we still need to follow our heart, what we know is true to us and move towards that. And I'm so glad, Kim, that you did it. <laughs> and I know you Thank also you, like learn from different modalities like Reiki, energy healing. And what is what does that mean to you? And how are, are you um, cultivating more of energetic, healing towards because you also are a confident coach and teaching people and how do you bring all these things together in your path well thank you Najran and I love that you can relate to the story because yeah this is this I don't know many other people who you know have had similar experiences so I, I love knowing that about you too um so For me, as you ask that, what comes up is it, it's everything melding together and learning how to allow that to happen. Um, I want to go back to something else you said a moment ago, too. You mentioned about, you know, the universe asking me, are you having faith in yourself? And that is such a great question. That is, I, I essentially did have a moment where I started to realize, oh, my goodness, am I not believing in myself? Because that is so far from anything I would have ever thought. I was like, no, of course I believe in myself. And then I had to realize, wait a second, the degree that I'm allowing fear or other things to interfere with certain things that I want to, to do and move towards, gosh, I guess maybe I'm not, you know? And so that is something I had to ask myself. And so as you talk about how do I bring it all together, um, this that also factors in. So when I started my coaching journey, I started. I wanted to. Um, I wanted to have as much credibility as possible, and so I went to a. I went to a graduate university. I did an ICF accredited program. I got my ICF certification, and it was actually in the middle of of that first coaching program that is when I came upon another coaching program, which I know you're familiar of, the Quantum Success Coaching Academy. And so here I had these two really wonderful coaching programs, but also very different. One was very evidence-based and, you know, a very academic and uh, theory-driven. And the other one had elements of that, but was more spiritually driven, universal principles, all the things that we can't see that are intangible, tangible and intangible. And so here I was going, whoa, what do I do here? How do I show up in the world with these two things? And at that time in my life, there were many areas of my life that felt very disjointed like that. There's this and this, two completely separate things. And over time, I had to learn how do I meld these things together? And so eventually, I did allow my ICF certification to fall away and that allowed, I actually felt some freedom in that. Um, nothing is wrong with that whatsoever. But for me, that was like, okay, I've, I've got to do this. And to use what I know, but then start to operate more intuitively. And so to allow, you know, I, I love both of these things, but I don't want to be just this or just that. I don't want to be, I don't, I don't like the rigidity. And so how do I allow myself to um, follow the guidelines to incorporate structure into what I do without feeling restricted, without feeling limited? And so that's kind of one of these things that, you know, how do you define? Um, and it's, it's a process of feeling into it. It's a process of experimentation. Um, I don't know if I'm quite answering your question, but this is what shows up for me is, is when you ask that is, 
is allowing myself to, you know, it, they say, uh, learn the rules so you can learn how to break the rules. You know, it, it's kind of that is, is, you know, what do you need to know? And then, okay, what can you kind of let go? Because that's actually not quite accomplishing the goal in your unique way, my unique way. So it was all of that, a lot of experimentation. And um, I think it's an ongoing process, but I feel so much better today with how I'm able to incorporate things and serve my clients. Um, it's fulfilling for me. And, you know, my intention is always that's fulfilling for them. And it just, it's a much better fluid, fulfilling space for, for all, I think. I love that you keep saying, not only did you take these two seemingly different modalities, but you also keep reiterating, it just wasn't right for me versus, right, like, okay, this just isn't right or this is bad. And I think there's so much beautiful wisdom in that that I really want to um, highlight for those listening that when we receive these downloads, when we receive this intuitive wisdom, which I want to ask a question about, then it's not that the other way is bad. It's not that what you're already doing is wrong. It's that there's just another level of expansion available to you and that you're being asked to come into your unique gifts because each soul has a unique imprint. Each soul has a unique gift. And even though, right, like all three of us help women, but we do it in our very unique ways. We do it with a very unique energy or template that we're assisting our clients with. And so it's it's trusting your unique guidance, which is the intuition that comes to you, which cannot be reflected from outside of you because it's inside of you. It's not outside of you, it is inside of you. And there's something beautiful in learning the structures. I know when I first started my business, you know, learning the structures was helpful because I had no idea what to do. Learned all the structures. Okay, this is what you're, quote, supposed to do. And great, that's so helpful. It gave me something to begin with. But even as Nas and I were talking about recently together, and then you go, does it still work for me now? Now that I've developed confidence and begun and, and trusting this intuition, what now works for me uniquely, right? And yeah that requires so much internal listening and receptivity to that intuitive guidance. And I know that you also have talked about the importance of listening to your body. And so what is that relationship between intuition and listening to your body for you? Thank you, Jessica. Yes, I am big on doing what feels right for the individual. Um, that's where we have the most alignment. So when we talk about listening to our body, I think the easiest way to be able to start to hear what your body is saying is through what doesn't feel good. What what doesn't feel good is, you know, is what's misaligned. So you can dig deeper into that, the, you know, uh, con uh, clarity through contrast, right? When we when we know what we don't want, then we know what we do want, or at least we have the the space, the pathway to start to move in the direction of what we do want and explore, discover, uncover that. So sometimes it takes, you know, if we're not used to listening to our body, then it might take us being in a really uncomfortable situation, letting something get so uncomfortable, so bad, so to speak that finally then we can go, oh, okay, something's off here. But the more that we practice listening to our body and tuning in and, you know, 
it, it becomes more subtle. And so there might be things like, um, you know, just having a conversation with someone or, or reading a passage in a book. And all of a sudden you notice, Ooh, I got a twinge in my side or, Ooh, I got a, you know, there, Ooh, something tickles now. Or, and you start to, you start to connect the dots is how I see it is, is, Oh, the last time I felt that in my body, that was, you know, that was right when the universe was affirming that I, i made the right decision. And now here, I mean, reading here, I'm reading this passage in this book that is just feels so good. And it's, it's exciting. And I, it feels inspiring. And I'm getting that same twinge. Ooh, maybe I should heed what this is saying. This, this has, special meaning for me in this moment there's little things like that that start to show up the more that we listen and respond to what our body is telling us um there's so many different ways that our body can speak to us and um so i'm not even going to start to get into that but it's it's starting to to be present with yourself and and ask you know okay body what are you telling me Uh, honor those subtle little twinges i remember years ago I remember years ago, um, I had a session with someone and I had a session with someone and he was holding my hand and he goes, Ooh, he goes, Kim, his words were Kim, you have it. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, Kim, do you feel that? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean? Feel it. I don't know what you're talking about. And, and and so anyway, I can put my own spin on what that means now, but I'm I'm grateful for just him even saying that because I mean that was years ago and to this day I still remember that and to me that is that's just this confirmation. To me everybody has it. Everybody has access to it, has the ability to cultivate a deeper, you know, a, a an ear that an inner ear that hears their body with with way more clarity that is more in tune with all the subtle little things going on with them. And I go back to that as a reminder of, okay, even back when I thought that I, I wasn't picking up on subtle hints or I, I didn't have the ability to tune into certain things. This other person who was very in tune at the time with himself and the outside world, he was able to sense something going on with me. And so, gosh, that must mean that there's something else going on that I can pick up on too, especially because it's my body. And so I believe that that's true for everybody. And, and it's important to start to you know, give credibility to what our body is communicating to us because our body serves us in so, so, so many ways. You know, if we can start to just love our body more, I think that we can start to have more harmony in all sorts of ways, uh, externally and internally when we do that. Yeah, I agree. Our body has a wisdom, but we can't hear it if we're not occupying it. So the more we occupy and we are, are embodying ourselves, the more we are aware how we feel and that what we need. And that's what we need to know where we want to go. So it's all wisdom that we can connect to. And I love what you said, which I think is so true. It wasn't until I embody and like lived in my own body that I became aware when people are not settled in, I could feel their unsettledness in their body and energy. And uh, it's interesting when you tell someone that they're like, well, how do you know? I'm like, I, it's like the feeling, like, because you learn how to be, and there's a calmness in it. There is energetically, I feel like there is a softness, a subtle thing that you can tell if somebody's truly embodying themselves rather than, you know, they're 
not connecting. And so yeah. that's what your experience in your friend was telling you. And it's like, wow, yes. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So Kim, um, yeah. if anybody wants to join your every day is a new, uh, no, if they want to join your movement, let your share light shine movement, how would they do that? <laughs> yeah, no, thank you, Nazrin. So they simply can go to the website. It's letyourlightshinemovement.com. And it's really simple, uh, just a quick little form on there they can fill out and then they'll be sent an email to that invites them to be featured on social media if they'd like to do that. And that's another little form just to fill out, just really simple things. Um, it's really simple. Yeah. It's, it's that know, simple. I also know you have a free gift for uh, listening and meditation if you'd like to say anything about it. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. So my meditation is called get grounded and regain inner peace. And it supports people in, uh, in coming back in releasing energy. That's not theirs aligning with the energy that is theirs, grounding the energy and really feeling a sense of inner peace in the present moment. It's great for any and all times. And we will put the link in our no show, the show show notes thank you for everybody there's just so much this. energy there's I know. <laughs> kim i'd love to know before we wrap it up today you shared so much wisdom with our listeners and this this confidence in shining your light and in trusting yourself and choosing for yourself deciding right that moment of deciding and what would you love to leave the listeners with as they move forward? What last little bit of advice would you give? Mm, thank you for asking me this. Um, and I love that you started it with the word decide. And I think that that's, that's where it hinges on is to ask everyone, what are you deciding for yourself right now? You know, I, I feel like I've been using it quite a few cliches. Um, none of them are actually cliches to me, though. They all have meaning. So to me, what's coming up right now is your life is right now. This is not a dress rehearsal. And the more that we can realize that and go, yeah, time is ticking. And one day, you know, I one day I won't be where I am today and, and things will be different life, you know, circumstances will be different. And am I moving in the direction of where I want to be? Am I being who I know I am or who I know I'm meant to be? However, that, however you relate to that question, make a decision. And, and, you know, to me, anytime that a person is choosing to align with themselves first and foremost, they allow themselves to connect with more people and opportunities in bigger and better ways. If we aren't taking care of ourselves first, then we aren't really making the connections and accomplishing the things that we would like to accomplish in the way that we'd like to accomplish them. We have greater fulfillment when we make the decision, align with ourselves first, and then move accordingly. So, so that's what I would say is, you know, be check in with yourself and ask yourself, what am I choosing to do and be today that is most in service of the life I want to live? Love it. Make a decision and make a choice that requires us to be aware and make that decision for ourselves. That's, that's the great message. Thank you, Kim, for being here. It was lovely having you here. And Thank thanks you. to our audience. And thank you for being here. Please 
when you listen, we would love to hear from you. Leave a comment for us. Follow us um, on IG. We are uh, radically embody love, and on Facebook, radically embody love podcast. We would love to hear from you. And be sure to let your light shine. Go to Kim's link if you want to make it publicly known. We're so happy to have you come. It's been such a fun conversation getting to know more about your story and your beautiful journey of faith and empowerment. So thank you for giving us your time and wisdom today for the Radically Embody Love podcast. Thank you. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Don't forget that last little bit of advice to decide for yourself and let your light shine. We'll see you next episode. Bye for now.